What is up, Tamriel? Welcome to a Snug Podcast. I'm Never Separate, and I have Gwen the Bard and Crazy Bacon with me. What is up, you two? Hello. Delayed um, reaction. I was. <laughs> yeah. We were trying not to talk on top of each other. We were being polite. <laughs> okay, so go. apparently, um, never has bodyguards now because we look like his like. Oh my gosh, my words. We look like henchmen now because we all got new looks. Uh, before we started tonight, I ended up at running a getting pulled into a trial as well conveniently and now also have the silly endgame skin and so of course I had to do the proper thing and dress myself as a endgame style player complete with Nordic bath towel and Cadwell's kettle on my head because that's what you do when you're now officially an endgame player with a veteran skin right um, but never Absolutely. also got a new look <laughs> So now we now, now we look like uh, we're uh, he's an evil villain boss and we're the henchmen. Was not planned. <laughs> Was not. What planned. have you two been up to? <laughs> well, in game, uh, not a whole lot. I got my oak and soul ring and I have uh, ran around and picked up uh, or done a few of my other antiquities that. Uh, I had open after that. The whole reason for this new look is after I got the Oak and Soul Ring, I set up a uh, just another little leveling solo build and um, thought I'd just throw a different look with it too. Uh, and we'll get to this in a, uh, in a few, but uh, this look is going to slightly change here very soon because we're finally going to get that high shoulder piece thing. And yeah. So, um, but the shoulders make it. If you didn't have the wide shoulders, you wouldn't look like an evil like boss. Yeah. Yeah. Where would Shredder be without his shoulders? <laughs> well, exactly. I'm, but I'm not Shredder. Have Although you that seen be... your Khajiit's claws? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, outside of that, not a whole lot. I've actually uh, the past couple of days been uh, delving into other. <laughs> Uh, darker things <laughs> um, so that's where where a little bit of my free time has been but um, yeah other than that uh, work is uh, busy had lots of fun with uh, equipment failure uh, a couple days ago that was um, kind of a pain but uh, what about you crazy what have you been up to or well uh, Gwen do you have anything else you, you, you've been up to recently because uh, crazy's got a lot so I know, I know. Uh, gonna pack the cr packs the crazy into this episode. <laughs> That's the title. That's the title. Uh, <laughs> um, no, not really. I uh, I haven't really been in ESO a lot. I was away from my console, and I didn't think to bring my laptop with me because I just I just didn't knew I wasn't going to have time this past week because I have been working on quite a few projects still, though thankfully they're all coming to an end and I can start finishing more, start uh, spending more time in Tamriel again. So my uh, my little trial run was the highlight. Uh, otherwise, all I've been doing is just playing Tales of Tribute like the card sharp addict that I am. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of cards, I uh, finally organized the rest of... Uh the uh, 
thousand card box I bought for uh, magic cards recently. That's not related, but just cards. It... <laughs> All right, well. Don't drop it. If you drop it, it's magic the scattering. Ooh. <laughs> Every time. That's Every good. time. Wow. <laughs> that is a lot of cards to pick up. I've played 52 card pickup. I don't want to pay play a thousand card pickup. Not to mention the other box of cards that go with it. Another 400. So yeah. Um, anyway, well, I guess we can pass this over to uh, to you, Crazy. You've been pretty busy. Uh, what's been up? Nah, I haven't been doing anything. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Gwen, did you stand up out of? <laughs> No, I'm just making sure the thing doesn't like skip out. You're fine. This no, that was not I, meant for computer. I haven't been doing anything, and then you stood up, and I thought you were gonna leave. <laughs> um, yeah. What have I been up to? Well, uh, I just got back from Boston this morning. I went for PAX East, um, and did a lot there. Um. And I was going to log in while I was there, and my power went out at home. So no logins for me. <laughs> um, but yeah, PAX was awesome. Um, it far, far exceeded. I, I don't know what I was expecting. I think I was expecting it a little, but I don't think I was expecting A, the scale that it was, and um, B, how amazing it was going to be to meet so many amazing people because I definitely I think was overwhelmed with the amount of people that I got to meet I knew I was going to meet a lot but I didn't realize it was going to be that many um yeah the first day we got there we flew in we left here at like five in the morning flew in arrived in Boston around like 8 30 in the morning uh basically grabbed our stuff from the airport went straight to our hotel which was um a hotel that was blocked out for the convention so it was really great because we found out there was a free shuttle which we were not expecting um, but it was super well organized and took the free shuttle over and uh, literally within getting there within a few minutes we met Lotus of Doom which was so so awesome um, we hung out with him <laughs> for pretty much two days straight um, <laughs> and just kept adding people to the group. So it was, it was fantastic. Um, but yeah, we did that. And then that night we had, um, dinner with a whole bunch of people. We had a, a, the dinner that was like the big ESO dinner that, that Lotus, uh, <laughs> managed to pull off was, was pretty awesome. Um, we had the Fox Den there. We had Nephis there. Um, Rebel Eyes, who is uh, doing the stuff for Sky Oblivion, um, Demon Cat Daphne, um, Nelly, she does some PvP stuff and, and streams uh, PvP things, um, Zero Period George, um, I know I'm missing someone else and I cannot think of their name at the moment. Was there a um, hack there? No, not at that. Okay. <laughs> I saw you had a picture nope. with with, uh, with him, though, right? Mm -mm. Nope. I thought you sent a picture. You okay. had a lot of people in that photo. There were. There was a lot of people there in were that a photo. Lot like, of, there were a lot of people in the photo. What restaurant let all of you in there without a reservation? 
Okay, so there's a story about this, actually, really quick. And, <laughs> I Lotus, and I, Lotus and I are laughing because we're like, they are never going to let us return. So I'll kind of talk about the, the con itself in just a minute, but I, I'm just trying to give you like a rundown of the days. So the the basically while we were midway through the day on the first day, second day of the second day of PAX, but our first day, um, <laughs> Lotus was doing a game demo and he was like, hey, you uh, you know, I found out that the one restaurant that we were originally going to try and go to can't make reservations for, we had originally like 22 people that we thought were probably going to be there. Um, and he's like, uh, this, you know, during the demo, he kind of looked at me and he's like, Hey, can you guys call, um, Ned Devine's, which is like a pub, uh, restaurant kind of thing there in, in Boston, not too far from the convention center. We're like, yeah, sure. We'll, we'll do that. Um, it's in like the downtown area. It was actually a really quick walk to the hotel that we were staying at because um, we didn't stay next to the convention center like some people. We we actually ended up staying in like this like downtown Boston area, kind of like the historical area, which worked out really, really cool. Um, but so my husband called and was like, hey, can you all accommodate a party of like 20 ish around 730? And they're like, yeah, absolutely. Come on in. So he gave them his name. And was like, great, let's, let's go. Um, so after we had been at PAX all day, everybody kind of went back. We went back to the hotel real quick, stopped by, and then headed out to go to the restaurant. Well, by the time we got to the restaurant, because we were just a little bit after everybody else, after dropping our stuff up, off, um, they had already like arranged the tables upstairs in this area into like three individual tables because apparently what was starting to happen is they were trying to put all the tables together <laughs> and the, the restaurant staff was like no you can't do that that's all a fire hazard and we're like but we all want to sit together we all want to talk to each other and they're like yeah sorry you can't do that that's a fire hazard so then they were kind of like already like strike one against us i think um because of that and then we ended up spreading out across three tables and basically taking up almost this entire upstairs section <laughs> um there was one poor server taking care of all of us um which i was like okay but he's gonna get a huge tip because everybody here is very nice um but uh yeah so he took care of the whole party i told lotus i don't think they'll ever invite us back again because i accidentally tripped him um when he was <laughs> trying to walk by to give somebody their bill <laughs> i i was standing up talking to demon cat daphne and i put my foot back behind me and the poor server caught it and went flying <laughs> thankfully he did not fall down but it was um it was a comedy of errors on so many fronts um yeah we weren't a hard party or anything it was just there was a lot of us <laughs> he was very unimpressed most of the time it seemed so yeah it was really fun though it was a it was a great time um everybody was there all together for a couple hours and and whatnot so that was the first day so for me the first day was very long because we woke up at like 2 a.m our time and then didn't go to bed until probably midnight uh mm. so it was a very very long day with walking and you know all of that stuff um so yeah, that was the first day. Second day, the people that we met, we um, met up with Avron and Pylon, Genovakin, Fio Fio Fio, um, Lotus was there again, Tom of Hyrule, um, 
just like a, a bunch of other people kind of came and went. Um, I jokingly called us like the amoeba of ESO because we would like be moving through an area and we would be, you know, three or four people wide and then we would end up in a single file line and then we would lose half the group and then half the group would go somewhere else. And like <laughs> we just kept picking people up and dropping people off at different places around the, <laughs> around the, the con. So, um, you know, people would split up for a while and then come back together. But it was a really great time. Like we had so, so much fun meeting each other and and hanging out and just kind of putting faces with names. And it was it was amazing. Just getting to see that much of the ESO fam all in in one spot together um, was so so cool. Like just an awesome experience. I'm super super hyped for Vegas because we're gonna see a lot of those people again. Um, not all of them, but we're gonna see quite a few of them again. So I'm really really excited for that. Um, but yeah, PAX itself. Uh, where to start? I. It was incredible. I have never seen such a, a diverse group of just people in general. Like, fantastic diversity between cosplayers, gamers, people that you could tell were there for networking for business opportunities, people who were streamers who were there to try and get sponsorships. Like, just, just a crazy, crazy amount of people but like all awesome. I never once heard anybody like badmouth anybody. There was no pushing, there was no shoving, nothing like that even when it got like super duper crowded, which was so refreshing. <laughs> um and just in general like the couple lines we waited in, it felt like they moved pretty quickly. The demos of the games were all great, like just it was it was such an interesting and amazing experience. I would recommend to anybody if you get a chance to go to a PAX event, like just do it. It was it was super duper fun, like super duper fun. And you can get like you can win stuff. Like one of the very last things that we did um, with with Lotus actually is the group kind of like disbanded a little bit, and so we were the ones that were left at um, the convention center. And he was like, well, I want to go look at a, like some Turtle Beach headset stuff. Let's go. So we're like, okay, yeah, we'll come with you. Why not? Like, we haven't looked around too much at any of the, like, products that are there. So let's go. So we walk down and we go to this Turtle Beach and Rock Cat, like, area that they have set up. And within the area, they had four different zones that you could kind of, like, mess around in. So they had, like, a zone that was demoing their new joysticks. Like, they had a full flight simulator joystick that you could sit in with, like, pedals and, you know, a, a yoke and all of that stuff. Um, or they also had just, like, the single joystick that you would use, you know, for your typical, like, fighter game, like, fighter pilot game. Um, and then they had an area that demoed, um, you know, keyboards and mice and headsets um, and the last one was like a photo booth that you had to do, basically. Um, when we walked up, we didn't know, because we went just specifically looking for headsets for him, but we didn't know that there were these like enamel pins that you could collect from each of those sections. And once you got that, then you got to go over and play a claw machine. <laughs> and like the claw machine had different prizes in it that you could win. It had these like balls with little papers in them. And on the little papers, 
it would show you like, oh, you want a t-shirt, a lanyard, a, a this, a that. And of course there were the like the super hard to get ones. There was like a crazy, you know, keyboard and like a noise canceling headset and, you know, weird things like that that are impossible for somebody to win until the end of the night because all the other stuff would have to be one in front of it. Um, but yeah, so we went around and like did all four of those things. Lotus got to look at headsets um, which, by the way, the Turtle Beach noise-canceling headset, that was one of the craziest things I have ever put on. We put it on at the convention, which is incredibly loud. It's just like constant white noise. And then you tap the button on the side, and it was like silence. <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. I, 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 my husband and, and Lotus like looked at my face because I like turned it on, and then I like dropped my jaw open like, what? And then I like turned it off again and turned it on and turned it off. And I just stood there and turned it off and on for <laughs> for a few minutes because it was so impressive. So uh, would recommend. It was not a cheap headset, but if you are looking for a noise canceling headset, that one's definitely a, a good one because I I can confirm have tried it. Um, that was the best advertisement for a headset I've ever heard. Yeah, it was it was really funny. All three of us did the exact same thing. We put it on and like toggled it on and off and on and off and on and off over and over again to try and <laughs> try and listen to it. But um, it was really cool. So basically, we did all of these things in that area, and then we went over to play the claw machine. And the claw machine, I was not expecting to win anything out of because I'm usually pretty terrible at claw machines. Um, but I like was kind of zipping around in there trying to figure out what I wanted to do and I was not paying attention to the timer and the timer ended and like the claw dropped and somehow it went right in between these other two balls and grabbed one of the bottom ones and like pulled it up and we were all like oh my gosh what's in there because it was one that I didn't think I could possibly get to um, and it turned out it was like a wrist like a wrist guard like you know um, like the cushy like wrist things that you can put on your desk um so i won one of those which was really really fun and then um my husband went and he did not get anything from the claw machine but if you didn't win from the claw machine then you could go over and they had basically like a plinko so you could put like a little coin down and it would like roll down into one of these little spots on the bottom that had different prizes listed and he ended up winning a usb sound card like a stereo surround sound sound card that you can plug in which is kind of crazy and so did lotus so um all just for like basically going and messing with stuff at their booth so that was a pretty cool sort of experience um we played a couple like random games we played a game called bolt gun which was this weird like <laughs> pixelated kind of like doom-esque uh sort of, you know, first-person shooter game, which was really, really fun. Um, I'm trying to think what else we did. Uh, the big one that we did, I don't want to share too much about, because I think actually Lotus is going to share some on it, maybe in the future. Um, but we got to see the a game, a demo game, played of the Elder Scrolls tabletop game. That's I want to know everything! Tell me all the details. The ESO tabletop game. Here's what I will tell you, because again, I don't want to step on any toes, and I think that yeah, no, you're fine. Lotus, you're fine. Lotus is totally going to do some, some stuff for Tails, <laughs> potentially. Um, it was about three hours <laughs> for them to do, um, <coughs> excuse me, 
It was about a three-hour game, the demo game that they played. Um, the artwork is stunning. It's the cards are beautiful. Um, the board itself is beautiful. Um, there's some interesting, I guess, I would call them mechanics, perhaps, to the board, um, and the way that you can build the board for different things that you're doing in the game. Again, I'm trying not to spoil too much. Um, and the thing that impressed me the most is that you can tell that they have definitely done their research because some of the recipe names, things like that, are literally straight from ESO. So it's fantastic because you can tell that they really did reference this game hardcore. It's not like a tabletop game where they're like, oh, we're just going to make our own stuff up and it's going to be within that theme. Like, they 100% uh, went with actual Elder Scrolls online lore as well as locations, as well as artwork, um, even down to how you build your characters. So... Um, I am very, very excited for people to see it. I think, <clears throat> I think that people will be impressed. It's, I, I think it will, for me personally, it would have like a learning curve. There's a lot to follow. Um, and being in the loud convention space with masks, because the convention was still masked this year, um, it was a little bit tricky sometimes to hear the Chip Theory Games uh, gentleman who was explaining everything. But overall, just such a cool experience to watch that um so yeah it was it was really really neat i have loads of pictures um i shared a bunch of them with lotus i also took some video of stuff that i shared with him so um maybe eventually once once it's all good to share that stuff then i'll uh share it in our lore seekers discord for people to see because i saw some chatter about it today which was kind of funny the timing of it i think it's because uh there's like a Kickstarter or something starting to circulate around that's showing some of the things that are going to be in the game. So it's pretty mm. cool. So I'm excited. I'm excited to see if they do any additions to it as well at some point. Um, or what the actual end stuff comes out as because the, what we were viewing, of course, was just demo. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, we didn't get to... didn't get to um, see the final finished, finished product. There's still working on some of the mock-up stuff but everything that we saw had been quote-unquote like approved to be to be shared and to be you know like looked at because the guy said so um yeah the only other thing that was like it wasn't a bust by any means but we felt so bad for the people because i can't imagine having this happen as a developer um we went to a booth where there was supposed to be this mmo that's like a medieval mmo um to try because uh, Lotus had a appointment for like a group appointment. So a bunch of us, I think they said they could take up to nine. So we were all going to go over and like play all together in PVP and do all sorts of stuff against each other. And we get there and they are just like running around like crazy. And we're trying to figure out what's going on. And he goes over and does an interview with them and then comes back and he's like, I have bad news. We're like, what? He goes, they are having connectivity problems and like oh, none no. of their computers will talk to each other and it's a PVP MMO so literally like you could get on the game and just wander around but you can't do any of the features <laughs> and we were oh, like oh no 
So there was some poor tech guy who was there, and he's like, I don't know what's happening. He's like, something fried. None of the computers are talking to each other. There's no, like, connectivity. Nothing's happening. So he was trying to, like, scramble to fix everything on the floor because they had demos scheduled for people throughout the day, and they couldn't do them. So they told us, like, come back by later, and hopefully we'll have everything fixed. We kept walking back by, and it was just, like, a, f a fire. We felt so bad. Oh, no. So we never got to play it, which was a bummer because it actually looked pretty cool. Um, I think it was called Feudal Lands, maybe? Is that right? Yeah, something like that. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But One day that game's going to come out, and you're going to be like, that was that one. That was that one. That was that game. <laughs> yeah, it was – overall, PAX was an absolutely incredible experience. I am – I am so glad that I got to go and just meet people and look at the setup itself. Um, apparently, everybody was saying that it had it was bigger this year than last year, of course, but that it was still not quite fully back to what it was because in the past they had had Sony and Microsoft there too, um, and of course they were not there because they're just not because um, they're doing their own standalone things and whatnot now quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so even though there was no Zoss representation either, there was so many ESO people there and so much, um, you know, so much to see and do that it was, it was well, well worth going. Just an incredible, incredible experience. And like, truly, the Elder Scrolls, like, family, the streamers, the people in Discord, just meeting all of them and spending time with all of them was such an amazing experience. I, yeah, I just, such, such a, such a fun, fun time. And I did, I did sit and talk lore with the fox den. He, <laughs> Ninetale Fox was grilling me on the Aldmeri Dominion. And I was like, man, I am so tired. I was like, I cannot function talking lore right now. <laughs> he's like, what? <laughs> he's like, he's like sitting across from me and he's eating his burger and he's like, Katie. And I'm like, yes. And he goes, I need you to tell me why you think Iren is a good ruler. <laughs> and I was like, uh, what? <laughs> and he's okay, like, that's, that's different. <laughs> he's like, why do you like the AD? <laughs> I was like, oh no. <laughs> he's like, let me tell you about Queen Iren. He just like launched into this huge thing about I my response was my tired response was initially to him. Well, I mean, and he's like, I'm not talking about Kate Beckinsale because everybody likes Kate Beckinsale. I'm talking about Irene herself in the game. And I was like, well, I mean, I think she could have been a good leader. I think her thoughts are in the right place. She just like wrong place wrong time you know what i'm saying <laughs> like she ghosted everybody for a while and then tried to come back and make it work and i don't think people like that very much <laughs> so it was a fun conversation because we we talked about everything from queen irene to uh the dwemer disappearing to theories on time travel in elder scrolls like it was wild <laughs> it was wild <laughs> so um just an awesome, awesome time. Awesome time. So, definitely I'm thankful 
that I won the tickets and uh, yeah, I, it, such an incredible experience. 10 out of 10 would recommend. We'll definitely be going back. Well, there you go. That was it. Do you have any questions about packs or anything weird that I said? <laughs> or maybe didn't say. I know I'm forgetting so much. There was so much that we did. There was so much that we did. Well, uh, there wasn't an ESO presence there really, right? There was not. There was no ESO presence there because they were over at um, in San Francisco for the game developer stuff that was happening over there. Right. So um, Lotus had flown to San Francisco and had done a quick test of of you know whatever they had them test uh, because nobody knows because they're not allowed to share it yet. Um, and then flew back in literally the night before we got there. So he had come in late Thursday night and we came in early Friday morning. <laughs> so when we met him on Friday morning, I was like, well done, you're alive. I cannot believe that you're standing here this early with us. Thank you for coming. <laughs> so um, yeah, he had flown in from, from doing that stuff. So there was no ESO or ZOS presence there that we knew of other than stream team members and just general ESO players that we knew were going. Right. Um, and then, of course, Chip Theory Games, which isn't, it's not ZOS, but it is an Elder, that was the only Elder Scrolls quote-unquote themed thing there. Um, in terms of merch, the only thing that was Elder Scrolls themed that we saw while there, I actually bought, and it was a cloth map of Tamriel. So oh, I bought cool. it, and I flipped it over, and I had everybody that was there sign it on the back. Yeah. So I will probably be bringing that to Vegas as well um, to have people sign. That's cool. How big is it? Um, It's probably... It's like legal paper. Okay. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. So it's... It's it's like the size of a placemat. That's what I would say. Probably about cool. the size travel of a size. placemat. Yeah, it's travel size. It traveled easy. I was able to put it in... Um, <laughs> Lotus gave me... Uh, he was very kind, and he gave me a little loot crate that had, like, some stuff in it, and so I was able to, like, kind of put it down in between the loot crate and, and bring it home and all of that. Um, so, yeah, I, I was able to make it work and travel with it home, because that was the first thing that my husband said to me when I was like, can I get this? He's like, how are you going to get that home on the plane? And I'm like, I will carry it. I will hold it in my hand the entire flight. <laughs> I don't care. And he's like, okay. He's like, Listen, you do what you're going to do. I was like, no, I'm serious. I will get it home. He's like, it's going to get smashed in your backpack. I'm like, no, no, I will hold it. So it worked out great because we were able to put it in the box. <laughs> so, nice. yeah. Anything else? Any other weird questions, burning questions you want to know about packs? No. Sweet. I mean, I mean, other than just being curious about what all games were there, you know, like. There that. were. Go ahead. I was going to say, it, just, it would be cool to be able to see a lot of the uh, upcoming games. It wasn't at PAX that they were showing off the uh, Unreal Engine stuff, was it? Mm, I don't know. I didn't see anything like that, but that doesn't mean that it wasn't there, because there is literally so much to look at that you will miss something. Right. Like Yeah, I, I saw, um, I, I've seen a couple of videos pop up on YouTube from some kind of Unreal Engine thing that they did uh, <clears throat> there's like several different videos that showed off like environments and uh, facial uh, animation stuff and 
So I didn't know if that might have possibly have been there because that was some pretty cool stuff. But It might have been because, being completely honest with you, I spent all of my time on the expo hall floor. I did not get to go to any of the panels or any of the talks that they did. So there's the expo floor where you have all of the demos and all of the merchandise and all of that stuff mm-hmm. um, and the tournaments that were happening. And then upstairs and in different halls, they had like different, you know, panels or there was like a cosplay competition. There was a panel on um, video game voiceover and immersion and acting and motion capture. There were just different things that were running constantly throughout the day in all of those different spaces. Um, And the interesting thing was they had like wait times. So you could go and look and it would be like 30 minute wait, five minute wait um, to get into the different theaters or the different shows that they were having. So I didn't get to partake in any of that stuff, unfortunately. Um, Maybe in a future year when I can plan better. I definitely know that if I do this again, I will want to be there for longer. Um, Probably at least an additional day. uh, Just because. Because two days was great. Um... We originally went with the thought of just doing one day, and then we were able to get in both of us on the second day. So we ended up going back the second day too, which worked out really, really well. Nice. Yeah. So yeah, that's that was that's it. That's PAX. Cool. It was crazy. It was fun. It was awesome. Would recommend. Yeah, maybe. Uh... Maybe next year we can try to all work out getting to getting there, getting to something. I would have liked to have gone. Uh, I wish like I wish I could go to Vegas next month too. But yeah. Um, well, well yeah. next year you should plan because if they do Vegas again, next year is the tenth anniversary. And also, the tenth anniversary will be on April fourteenth, and this year, the Vegas thing is on the twelfth and thirteenth. Like, you're asking a lot. Coincidence? (laughs) I think not. Like, Vegas is easy, but for some reason, flying over that mountain range right there is very expensive. (laughs) Yeah. It's true. There you go. We've got a year, so we'll see what happens. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, that's cool. I'm glad you got to go and... uh, uh, get to hang out with everybody. Uh, yeah, that's that's definitely cool. Well, uh, all right. I guess moving on to uh, ESO related topics. Uh, there's I mean, a, we were already on ESO related topics. Well, I meant more specific. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> more exclusively ESO related topics. How about that? Um, there's a lot of news this week, like so much news. Uh, that we we can't even fit it all into this crazy packed show, um, <laughs> but um, let's see. There's there, you, you said there was two things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know the one I referenced it earlier. What was the other thing first? Because it was a smaller thing, right? Um, the one sec. Well, there's technically. There's technically three things, but mm-hmm. o- only two things. Because the one thing is just reminding everyone that they're pr- for pre-purchase for Necrom. Um, but, well, t- okay, four things. 
Uh, there's four things. We actually got news. Oh my gosh. Um, Alright, so do we want to talk? So, first thing, just quick brief over. There is a new article with community guides for Scribes of Fate in Update 37, which, since we are console people here, uh, that will be coming out soon. So, uh, two days. T tomorrow. Or yesterday, if you are listening to this recorded. Um, so, there's some community guides there if you want to look at those for the new content that we just got. And then we have the Jester's Festival. Yep, that was the that was the one that I was uh, I was more pointing looking towards there. Um, yeah, so we'll talk about that a little bit. Jester's Festival. We got a couple of new things sure. coming this time. So, uh, yeah, so the Jester's Festival is going to start uh, March 29th at 10 a.m. Uh, EDT and continues until April 6th uh, at 10 a.m. Also, uh, so you're going to be able to get bonus XP. Uh, and ridiculous awards it says um, now a lot of this stuff's going to be returning um, so a lot of the little uh, dazzlers and cherry blossom confettis and revelry pies and things that eat up your inventory space uh, I finally deleted them all <laughs> <laughs> well you're about to get 4,000 more um, <laughs> but yeah uh, style pages uh, you can get all of that stuff from the regular uh, stupendous Jester's Festival box. Uh, and then the Stupendous Jester's Festival box. You might also get uh, a couple other returning things, some high-valuable treasures. Uh, but the new thing from that is going to be the Jester's Minstrel Daedroth Costume Fragment. Oh my gosh, that sounds great. So, that sounds amazing and also, like, impossible to say fast. <laughs> it's why I didn't try. I'm not, not going to do it. <laughs> it's why I didn't try. Jester's Minstrel Daedroth Costume Fragment. Yeah, that's a lot. Um, so, we, do we don't have a picture of that, do we? Is that is that pictured anywhere in this article? It is. It's pictured below. It's pictured below. Someone's wearing it. With the broom in the bucket, right? The, the one fighting the... The one person who's fighting ah, the person with the broom and the, the bucket is wearing the Daedroth costume. Yeah, there we yeah, go. gotcha. Okay, but I love it because it actually has Daedroth feet and it has like, it's so cute. You can be a you can oh, be a I Breton or a Wood Elf with a tail. <laughs> that is the yes. best cosplay. <laughs> it's funny. The question is, is the tail gonna be tied to? Wait, it's a costume. Oh, mm -hmm. never mind. It's a costume. It's not a style. Because I was going to say, if it's a style, then it, would it be tied to the chest plate or the legs? I would say I the would legs. I would say the chest. I would say the legs. You think? Yeah. Because normally so. when you have those flaps, they're whatever your chest piece is. Yeah, but it's a tail, and a tail is right above a butt, so. <laughs> but it yeah. looks like the fabric color on the tail matches the fabric color on the chest piece, not the legs. Yeah, but that could just be, you know... We'll have to find out. Color we'll palettes. have to get it and find out. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to be style pages, so it won't matter, because you're just going to put the costume on. But, still fun thought. <laughs> That's really cool. Uh, so, in addition to that, there's also a small chance of getting a couple of new style pages. You just mentioned those. The bucket style page, so you can be a bucket head. And a yes. broom style page. So, 
Is that going... Does the broom... Does that look like a two-handed weapon, or... Yeah. Because that's sort of silly and ridiculous. I mean, it's Jester's Festival, so it fits, but... So it's so it's something you're going to use. Got um, it. it, you know, maybe. A, a cat running around with a broom. <laughs> During funny. Jester's Festival, I 100% run around on my stick horse. Oh, yeah, I've got the... Uh, which one did I get? I think I got a stick guar. Um, yeah, those are... Those are funny. Um, so they'll, you'll be able to pick up the quest, getting the band. Oh, excuse me, getting the band together, um, and we're gonna have some stuff at the impresario as well. What are we getting there? Mm. At the impresario. All three Passion Blosser Dance and Pet Fragments, all three fragments for the Passion's Muse personality, the new Bound Fragments for the Jester's Minstrel Jadroth costume, new Bound Style page for Bucket, new Bound Style page for Broom, and new Hide Shoulder Collectible. There it is. There it is. Finally going to have that shoulder hide option. I.e. you will have zero tickets at the end of this event. (laughs) So... But speaking of tickets, I didn't I didn't mention that. Uh, you can get up to twenty four this time. You get three. What? Three. Oh, okay. Yes, you earn three event tickets. The first uh, for each each gestures festival you complete the first the first one each day. Uh, so twenty four total that you can get. But don't forget, uh, you can only carry twelve at a time. So don't turn in quests when you have full tickets, because you will not maximize your rewards there. Um, but it does go on to say, too, if you don't get the hide shoulder collectible, that's going to be available at the assistant as well once the event is over. So that's something that you'll be able to go and pick up pretty much any time. And then the third and uh, second and third fragments of the Passion's Muse personality. Uh, the Delicate Dancer's Baton and the Pressed Lily Petal in Souls. So many words. <laughs> These things have such long names. Um, Pressed lily petal. Insole. Um, yeah, so you'll be able to get the rest of that. Is that, or is there one more? Is there three or four for that? Um, I think it's only three. Be sure to grab it and any of the other fragments you need so you can complete the set. Sounds like that's going to be the final, uh, the final pieces. Yeah, there's a bit of a typo. It says the all three fragments. For the Passions Muse personnel. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so that's coming up soon. That's what they said I say. The 20... Did I say the 26th? 29th. 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 26th would have been yesterday. 29th. Is it the 27th? Which means I'm... I can participate three days. Right? There's 31 days this month. Uh, so yes. Temporary opportunity in November. Oh, that's the 31. Yeah. Yeah. I can do three of them this year. I haven't been able to do the Jester's Festival the past two years. So I can do three this year. I'm excited. <laughs> we should preload you. Oh, you can't preload Jester's Festival. Yeah, we can't preload Jester's <laughs> Festival. Uh, there's my tired talk. Yeah, it happens. So yeah, uh, if you are going to be around and want to take part in some silly nonsense, uh, Jester's Festival is right around the corner. And some new stuff to go pick up from that. And uh, I probably am most excited about those shoulders and yep. getting rid of shoulders. So 
I'm excited for the Daedroth costume or the broom. I'm thinking the broom. Uh, I always love the opportunity to get the Cadwell's weapons and style pages because I don't have all of them yet, and it's just great. They're so uh, They're the best. Yeah. So you can run around with a pot on your head and a broom in your hand. Or a bucket on your head. Either one. I guess the bucket makes more sense because I'm given it's probably a mop bucket. I worked really hard for this hat. Okay? <laughs> I, like, I worked really hard for this hat. I had to suffer through the entire... I had to suffer through stone falls for this hat. Okay? That was rough. <laughs> My condolences. That was rough. Well, um, I guess that pretty much covers the majority of the news there, right? We still have another thing in the news. Do we? It's what? it's important to talk about cosplay when it's brought up because yes. Elder Scrolls cosplay does not get a lot of love because it, even though it's a recognized series, there's not a lot of characters that get cosplayed because it's not very popular in that scene due to it just being sort of obscure, considered obscure. And we need more Elder Scrolls cosplayers. It is a series that needs to be recognized. We are covering this article. Somebody yeah. needs to Sorry, cosplay as Nikodar. Yeah, you. Yeah, do it. Yeah, good luck wearing a fursuit in the heat down there. I don't recommend it. Nope. <laughs> I did go to um, a convention here in, or in, in Florida where I live, and they I met a white run guard. Nice. Like full white run guard. Costume. Did he have an arrow in his knee? He didn't, but it was amazing. <laughs> That's great. I took a picture with him. I'll have to see if I can dig that out anyway. Um, anyway, fun. our article here is the community spotlight. Oh, I am so sorry if I butcher your name. A Navin rolls Cyrodiil with this incredible emperor cosplay. Uh, and it's a deta it's detailed of uh, the cosplayer and it's showing off of her emperor cosplay which if and she what she did was she did the emperor's regalia costume from in game which is absolutely ridiculous because there's so many details in that um, it also goes on to say she's also cosplayed queen Irene before and that she updated it with in that she's also planning on updating it for the, her High Isle version as well. And it go, it also shows that cosplay in the article too. This is definitely something that you can look at for the pictures, which I would recommend because, oh my gosh, the details uh, and just how, how close she paid attention to on this armor is amazing. Because this looks those like some are, movie set stuff. <laughs> those, oh, and it says she cut it all out of one millimeter... EVA foam with the scalpel and let me tell you that takes forever and the fact that she went so far is to make a pattern for it and then cut it all out and make sure it all fit and measured it and everything that is a lot of time that alone is so much time when you're crafting with foam it just takes forever absolutely forever especially with how much details on that Emperor's Regalia and it shows there's some of her process photos and stuff I'd, I would recommend looking at the photos in this article Creating a cosplay is absolutely chaotic, but if we want to see more Elder Scrolls cosplayers, we definitely have to support the ones who are already there. And it's Elder Scrolls Online, like a lot of MMOs, is a hard series, this is my opinion here, to cosplay from, because when in the cosplay community, what you're look what most people are looking for in a cosplay is this 
one, a character that is recognized widely, and because you're, and then a character that can win competitions. That's normally what people are looking for. And unfortunately, not a lot of Elder Scrolls characters fit that bill. So I think we're starting to see, because I just was on TikTok the other day, and I saw a Queen Chimera cosplay, Chimera cosplay as well, and that was gorgeous. And we're kind of like in a little resurgence right now in the cosplay community, where people are saying cosplay what you enjoy, even if it's not recognized. And so we're starting to see more of those, and it's definitely something that we need to keep that energy moving we need more of these this is great <laughs> but check out that article look at her costumes the fact that she documented her process and everything for that and shared it is absolutely amazing yeah that's um uh, that's definitely pretty impressive i'm gonna i'm i'm uh copying that link now so that i can put that in the notes in the podcast so um yeah go check that out for sure because that is really good Ooh, she also has an Azura. Ooh. Cosplay. Fun, if you fun, follow fun. her Instagram, she's got some really good stuff there. I just took a peek. Good. So, very, very cool. Um, let's see. Is that All right. It? That's it, right? No! We have original character prompt oh yep we're oh, gonna yeah. start doing those yeah so tonight's original or this week's original character prompt is where are you coming from when you originally create your character whether you are picking up the letter to picking up the flyer to go help Abner Thorn with the dragons whether you are on the boat to visit your friend in Vardenfell uh, whether you are just woke up as a soul shriven in cold harbor for people who have been here since the beginning. How did you get there? Where were you before that? Where are you coming from when you are starting out in this game? That is the question for you to answer this week. That's a good starting point. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that uh, hopefully that kind of starts some people's minds working. Send that stuff into us. Tell us. For sure. Tell us. Write it down for yourself. Just think on it. Let's yeah. let's expand on our original characters here. Let's get rid of our murder hobos. <laughs> and we have an uh, an original, well, not an original character channel, but in the Lore Seekers Discord, there is a um, channel for. Let me make sure I get the name correct, so I don't mess it up and tell people where to go the wrong spot. There should be a, uh, yeah, it's called RP Creative Writing under the role-playing channels. So you can go there, or there's also, uh, there's also, um, and a character role-play channel. So there's an RP Creative Writing and a character role-play. Very cool. Um, yeah. Yep, and just a reminder there, 
you can share it with us, you can share it in the Discord, or you can just keep it to yourself. It is, do not feel pressured to share it with any anyone. Uh, I understand some people are shy about their writings and shy about their stuff, and that's perfectly fine. Yep. This is just a prompt to get you started. Yeah. <laughs> and apologies if we seem very unorganized and uh, not knowing where we're going next. That's uh, completely because we weren't entirely sure we were meeting today. Uh, this is true. Due, due to, you know, crazy was uh, just getting back in. And, uh, it was just a crazy night. Yeah. It's fine. It, it was. <laughs> so we had we had no, no notes to work from. So that's why we were like, is there anything else? <laughs> um, but yeah. So... Before we say there's nothing else, is there anything else? There is actually nothing else this time, except for where can they find us? Because yeah. I, we've checked I, off all my all of our boxes. I think. Cool. I think that's it. I uh, I I could probably ramble about packs for another two hours, but I'm also uh, very close to sleepyessing because yeah. it has been a very long, like forty eight plus hours. Well, if you think of anything else, uh, packs related, uh, you can just write that down and discuss it next week. Sure. It'll be completely fine because mm -hmm. we're not going to know about it till you tell us. So, you know, <laughs> you'll get our live reactions one way or the other. Um, but yeah, well, all right, everybody. Um, I guess that's going to close us up for the week. And um, before we kick you out of the snug pod, uh, if you want to find us on the social medias, then you have a few options. You can find us pretty much everywhere at a snug podcast or just snug podcast. Uh, that's on Twitter uh, and uh, email is snugpodcast at gmail.com uh, we've got uh, Twitch and Twitter where do they, where do they, where do they find those? What? Uh, Not Twitch and Twitter Twitch and YouTube I already said Twitter I was like what? I was <laughs> like <laughs> um, Twitch is twitch.tv forward slash snugpodcast uh, and YouTube is go to YouTube and type in Snug Podcast because we still don't know our URL. <laughs> oh my gosh, we need to update that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I you think can type in. I think it's just like at Snug Podcast or something. But I, it's the like last it's... time I tried that, I couldn't find it. I yeah. think it's because it's like a sub account of your account. But That's, if you yeah. search for Snug Podcast, you will find it as long as you don't try and go to the direct link. Yeah. And. If they want to consume this any other way besides video, Gwen, is there an option for that? Go to your podcatcher of choice, and we are probably there as the Snug Podcast. Mm -hmm. There you go. Uh, if you are interested in joining the guild, you also can do that. Um, we're on every platform, at least on the U.S. servers. The others, uh, PC, uh, EU guild is pretty active. Uh, Xbox and PlayStation less so but um, but we're there and you can come hang out with us and um, there is a direct link for our discord now that I'm trying to get to and find but discord.gg forward slash loreseekers ESO there you go and you can also go to loreseekers.club uh, there's mm -hmm. links for, for stuff there too um, yeah so all right, everybody. Um, hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, you know what to do with that. <laughs> and uh, we should hopefully be back next week and see what new things are happening around happening around Tamriel and maybe not 
be so sleepy and uh, all that good stuff. And maybe they'll have a little more news. We're going to have new content on console between now and then, oh. right? So yep. um, maybe we'll have some reactions to uh, if we get a chance to run some of that stuff together. And uh, we'll talk about that a little bit maybe. But until then, have a good week and take care of yourself, take care of others, and we will see you next time. Goodbye. Sleep well, Tamriel. I know I will. <laughs>